Welcome to the warmest day of the week. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, high 50. That's not bad. That isn't bad. If you have anything that you want to get done outdoors. Today's the day. Yeah. Because I have heard some chatter, if you will, about snow coming. But uh, Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. Well, what are you going to do? It's December. Sunny 101.5, the Jack and Tracy show. Morning. Hope everybody's fine. Or is it too just too early to tell yet? I don't know. Listen to me. I just, you think I don't sound bad. I'm I just don't. so, uh, I'm congested. I'm just, you know, just yuck. I, I don't sound good. I don't, I don't feel horrible. I, I, but I don't, I don't feel great. Well, you know. My ears, I'm, I'm not hearing that bad. It's, you, you sound Here's fine. Here's the thing. By the end of the show, yes. it always feels much better. Like, well, sure it does. fly. They're fun. Yeah. And, you know, the world feels better <laughs> at 9 than it does at 530. Uh, I think that's just a, Am yeah, I right? That's just a common thing, I think, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, mostly cloudy. The high is going to be 50 degrees. We're at 39 right now, and we are your home for the holidays. Sunny 101.5. Tell me something good. Tell me something good. Tell me something good. 616. Here's Tracy. Thanks, Jack. Well, a Dear Santa letter written by a second grader in California is just melting hearts. Mm -hmm. uh, Julie Neff is the second grade teacher at Spring Grove School in Hollister, California. She's taught for 27 years, and she has never seen one of these letters quite like this. <clears throat> the letter was written by her student, Anthony, who asked for life to be better for others. Uh, this Second is what it grade? says. Yes. Wow. <clears throat> Excuse me. It says, Dear Santa, this year what I want is different. I'm not asking for any toys. All I want is for people that don't have homes. I want all of those people to have one. And all of the people that have a disability, I want them to not. Anthony did ask for one thing for himself. He wrote, All I want for myself is for me to not have lung problems and for no one to starve. I want no more world hunger. I know you can't get me that for Christmas, but well, I believe that you could, mm -hmm. he wrote. And his teacher said, I won the teacher lottery when Anthony was assigned to my class this year. He's an amazing human being with a heart as pure as gold. The world needs more people like Anthony. At that age too, I mean. That's just <laughs> incredible. Yeah, Not it thinking is. You know, so much of himself, but just, you know, everyone else and all of these large world problems. So, mm -hmm. wow, just such a sweet, sweet Santa letter. <laughs> Tell me something good. Tell me something good. Scandal. 
Radio Paparazzi on Sunny 101.5. All right, it's 6.56, and here's Tracy. Thanks, Jack. You know, this first story is a little surprising based on everything we heard months ago. There is no evidence that Anne Haish was impaired by illicit substances when she crashed her car into a Los Angeles home. Now, that's despite reports suggesting otherwise back at the time. Yeah. Uh, The actress's blood testing at the hospital showed the presence of an inactive metabolite of cocaine. The Los Angeles medical examiner says that indicates past use. Results also showed prior use of marijuana, but not at the time of the injury. There was also no alcohol detected in Haitian's system as well. So, Mm. you know, there was so much speculation at the time that the actress was inebriated, um, and that was fueled by an image that appeared to show a liquor bottle in the front seat of her vehicle. Um, A spokesperson for the Los Angeles Police Department, you might recall as well, previously said she was under investigation for a felony DUI traffic collision before she was taken off life support. But uh, blood draw results showed the presence of narcotics. But then when they did additional testing, Mm -hmm. they had to rule out what was given to her medically there in the hospital as, you know, they were treating her burns. And the final toxicology report said the fentanyl detected in her urine was actually given to her in the hospital. So that was it. Boy, this is a weird one. It's kind of a twist that I don't think anybody anticipated, right? Right. Now, Heche, of course, died after a fiery car crash right into a woman's home. She was 53. Hmm. Well, just one day after fans found out that Kirstie Alley died, her cause of death has been revealed. A rep for the actor told People Magazine that she died from cancer, more specifically colon cancer. Uh-huh. Uh, according to <clears throat> excuse me, Mount Sinai Medical Center, colon cancer is the second most deadly cause of cancer deaths in the U.S., uh, similar to pancreatic cancer, which took the life of Jeopardy host Alex Trebek. Doctors and patients usually don't discover colon cancer until it spreads or reaches later stages of the disease. That's why many people in the medical industry call it the silent killer. Oh, yeah. Now, regular screening for colon cancer is one of the most powerful tools for preventing it. Well, the man who shot and wounded Lady Gaga's dog walker uh, was sentenced to 21 years in prison on Monday. The man, James Howard Jackson, reached a plea deal with prosecutors pleading to attempted murder. Gaga's dog walker, Ryan Fisher, was walking the star's three French bulldogs when he was attacked and shot in the chest. The attackers fled and stole two of the dogs. Police say they weren't targeting the French bulldogs because they belonged to a celebrity. They just knew the breed was valuable. Gosh, that story, man. Boy, oh boy. Well, Will Farrell supported his 18-year-old son's first live show over the weekend by hopping on stage to play cowbell, invoking his <laughs> SNL More Cowbell skit. Yeah. Farrell gave it his all as his son Magnus performed his style of 80s dance pop. It all went down during the Cancer for College benefit, which raises money to help cancer survivors pay for higher education. That's funny. Love it. All right. You ready to do some birthdays today? Oh, sure. All right. Hmm. Larry Bird. There's a good one. <coughs> um, boy, what a player he Man, I'll tell you. 
I've seen a couple of bios on him. Just unbelievable basketball player. Um, a 68? 66. Pretty darn close. All right. <clears throat> Terrell Owens. Okay. Um, Terrell Owens is going to be... You see, I see your theme here with you know athletes. I, yeah, I like I like where you're going with this, but mm-hmm. we're going to keep <laughs> it going too. It's just the all athlete birthday day. Oh well, he's forty five. Forty nine. Forty nine. Wow. And Johnny Bench. You sure did it. Mm-hmm. Oh, where did I see? Did I see? I worked him? really hard on that this morning. Make no mistake about it. Did I see him in Vegas? No, I saw Pete Rose in Vegas. I didn't see Johnny Bench. Johnny Bench is, uh, oh, he's uh, 70, uh, 75. Yes, 75. Look at you. Home run. Sunny 101.5 with Jack and Tracy's Life Hacks. 743. Mine is a great holiday travel life hack, or honestly, anytime travel life hack. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but uh, I didn't know this. So experts say most people are right-handed, and so they have this tendency to always head right, you know, when you're headed towards security, check-ins, and everything. I can see that, yeah. So she recommends always going left to avoid the crowds and get through TSA more quickly. (laughs) She said literally nine out of ten times, if I go to the furthest left lane, Mm -hmm. no one's there or very few people are there, at least for customs and security. So it's just a good thing to remember. Just, you know, go left. How about that? Go left, young man. (laughs) um you know how much we love our eggs oh we do i don't know if i ever asked you this before okay you ever made your eggs in the microwave i have i'm not a fan so so you do know how to do it yeah like there's you can do them in a bowl a bowl i put the the biggest coffee mug that you even yeah exactly or yeah you're right because i had a special crock at one point to do it but Mm -hmm. i yeah i think a mug is really the same thing yeah, all you got to do is hit it with some nonstick spray. Mm-hmm. Put one, two tops eggs in there. Mm-hmm. Beat it up, you know, really good. Mm-hmm. Put it in the microwave, and I think uh, about a minute and a half should do. But you'll see it start to rise, you know, up to the coffee mug yeah, at the top. Exactly. And you'll know when it's done. I, I, I like them that way. Do you? I do. <laughs> Well, you know, I think it's a it's a, it's a good little you know, backup measure, but I mm-hmm. love our little griddle in the studio. Well, well nothing's better than that. I wasn't. I mean, that thing's yeah, amazing. I'm not debating that, but for uh, but yeah, but in a pinch, when you don't have a lot of you know in tools, in a pinch, and if you're not they're really, really good that and way, and you're not big on the cleanup process right yeah, now, true. Uh, just go down to the break room here, put <laughs> a couple in your coffee mug, and you got mm-hmm. yourself a couple good of to eggs. go. <laughs> So there you go. 
Jack and Tracy's Life Hacks, making life just a little bit easier. Seven fifty-five, and time for another edition of. Well, we haven't checked in with our Guinness World Record King, old David Rush. Let's see what he's up to. <laughs> hey guys, this is all this guy does, man. I know. It's his full-time <laughs> job, really. Well, he has more than two hundred and fifty. Count them. Two hundred and fifty Guinness World Records. That's amazing. The man from Idaho has just added another one by hanging up five t-shirts in 16.78 seconds. David Rush, who breaks Guinness World Records to promote STEM education. So he does he, he does stand behind, there's a reason for it, not just because he's bored. He said it uh, takes some extra planning to make sure he was following all the record <coughs> uh, keeping organization rules for the fastest time to hang up five t-shirts. Now, did you think that would be a category? No. Oh my gosh, are you kidding me? Rush said his first obstacle came when he discovered the neck openings of his own shirts were too large for Guinness regulations. So he turned to his wife's shirts as a replacement. All right, so okay. uh, there you go. And he then discovered his hangers were too short and had to be replaced with long ones to comply with the rules. All these rules. Oh. Well, Rush successfully hung up five shirts in 16.78 seconds, beating the current record of 27.93 seconds, and now he's the new champ of that. David Rush, let me ask you, would you like him hanging around when you're doing laundry? <laughs> That might be kind of sweet. Yeah, you'd be, <laughs> you'd be uh, done in no time. Congratulations and <laughs> go figure.